out of dummy half, looking for a 40-20. It's rolling and rolling. Is that reasonable? All right, let's go. Welcome to the 40-20 Rugby League podcast. Uh, my name's Mitch and I'm with uh, Barack today. Yeah, how you guys going? Yep. Good, good. All right, so pretty much what we're, what we're doing on this podcast is we're going to review uh, everything NRL week to week, hopefully. If we can uh, try and keep up, that'll be awesome. Um, so for the first, you know, a few episodes leading into the off-season, into pre-season, we're going to uh, recap uh, the teams on the ladder from the bottom to top. Um, and we'll give some predictions and go through their uh, their sort of signings and what we think their squad's going to look like for next season. How, how's, that, how's that sound, bro? Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. I mean, no better time like the present to kick it off with the Bulldogs, hey? Yeah, right. Let's go into the Bulldogs. So uh, I'll, t- I'll take this one. You can you can do the uh, the next one. How about that? So... Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have a bit of a talk about a bit about yeah. all of it, I guess. Yeah. Yep. So let's start with the Bulldogs. So unfortunately, the Wooden Spooners uh, this year in the year 2021. Um, to be honest, I wasn't expecting anything anything uh, flashy from them this season. I wasn't expecting anything different. I mean, um, last year, you know, just escaped the Wooden Spoon from the Broncos by what for and against. That's yeah, it. yeah, it was yeah. So I think I think um, hopefully. Trent Barrett now has his, uh, you know, has his, uh, his has his ways there, and uh, obviously Gus Gould's come on, I and mean, uh, that yeah, roster. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a bit of a disappointing um, season, nonetheless. I mean, you know, what they have two win- uh, three wins. Like, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's a hard. It's season. not. It's not great. Um, yeah. And I mean, you've got. They had a pretty, uh, I think, overhauled um, when it comes to salary cap roster. They had some big, some uh, some players on big money who I don't think uh, should have been. You know, given that sort of money to start well, with, and that's well, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I mean, they had a, you know, they had Corey Allen there and Cole Flanagan. Um, Corey Allen did not a lot, and Cole Flanagan, they they just dropped him in and out of the team. I, I don't know yeah. what else to yeah. say about it. Yeah, I don't know why they brought the because uh, he was playing the Roosters as a halfback. Yeah, you know, I mean, brought him on to, to play, and I think um, Avarillo had more games, I think, at halfback than than Cole Flanagan. Oh, I, I mean, and, and which is ridiculous when they're trying to find someone to partner Matt Burton for next year. I mean. What, what what do you expect? Like, there's not much else we can do um, in regards to that. I mean, um, unfortunately, Cole Flanagan didn't really live up to to the expectations. But I mean, I don't know if he was any any worse than everyone else. Uh, I think well, yeah, he was still. A, I thought I thought he actually played some decent games. Um, in yeah, the games that he and he played. Um, I mean, it's that it is what it is. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean. Um... When it comes to their roster for, um, you know, they cleared out, I think it was 16 players, if I'm correct. Yeah. 16, some players like that. Uh, I know they lost um, quite a few big names that uh, got offloaded to um, other clubs. And I think some of them went to um, play in the English league. So that's, uh, I mean, that's good. It's good for the club. Uh, frees up their salary cap and allowed them to bring in some, um, you know, some big names. So I think that, uh, I think that will benefit them next season 100%. Oh, look, and I couldn't pick it. If I had to pick a best player for the Bulldogs for the year, I'd go Josh Jackson. Um, mm. He's, he's you know, consistent week, week in, week out. He never misses a game. Josh Jackson, I think, um, definitely, like you said, uh, definitely their uh, their standout player this year. And that's, uh, I think that's pretty oh, it's, light, pretty yeah, light, to be honest. I don't know um, if you can really argue with that. Yeah, I think, when you have three wins and 21 losses, really, is there really a, a best player for the, uh, yeah. for the squad? I think that's... Uh, yeah, I, mean, one of the- I think that's I think that's very fair. I mean, um, they had a bit of off-field drama as well. Uh, Lachlan Lewis was an absolute. Oh, yeah, he. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about him. He's a bit of a loose unit, in, in my opinion. 
I mean, what's uh, stealing stealing club speakers to sell on eBay? I mean, um, I think he yeah, they've cut. It's not a good look. Yeah. yeah, not a good look for the for the club definitely. Um, but obviously, with that salary cut coming free, they have brought in some some pretty great signings. Put it that way. Yeah, um, list list them off for us because they. I mean, yeah. well, you've got um, Josh Adokar, John Asiata, Brent Burns, Matt Burton, Josh Cook, Matt Dufty. Yeah. Uh, Brent Naden, Pangai Jr., Paul Vaughan. Like, there's some pretty big names in there. Yeah, I, good even, I think you missed out on Max King there. And Max, Max King, King. I, t- I tell you, um, as a as a backup, you know, in, in some of the roles, he hasn't played a great deal of footy. He did his ACL um, yeah. last year, so he hasn't played a great deal of footy. But prior to that, he was actually playing some really, really solid footy. So he's a good reserve. But like, as you said, Matt Dufty, that's that's a huge in. Um, See, the thing that – I'll cut you off there. The thing I, I thought um, – they signed Josh Adokar at fullback, but then they decided to um, to also bring in Duffy. So I'm interested to see uh, what what they do there because I'm pretty sure Adokar went there for yeah. for the fullback role. So I'm not yeah. too sure. I think he went there on fullback money at a minimum. I mean, yeah. I don't think you could really play Matt Dufty anywhere else. I think it's a real no, struggle no. Um, to, to, to have him as a anything, another winger, or I don't know. Myself, I wouldn't play him anywhere other than fullback. So I think Adokar's got to accept the fact he's going to be on the wing. And then yeah. you probably have Corey Allen on the other wing. And, you know, look, they're decent side. John Asiata's, you know, played decent, decent yeah. football for the Cowboys and the Broncos over the last few years. He'll be a good thirteen, I think. Um, dividing the you know the field and, and getting off good ball, and you know Matt Burton's there to steer the ship. Um, I, I'm really I'm, interesting, yeah, to see who they decide who's going to play six or seven. I, I, I just don't know. I, I, if, if it was me um, picking that side, I'd definitely have Burton in. Uh, yep. Obviously, in the halves, that's a no-brainer. Given oh, of course, yeah. The standout season he had at Penrith, even though he was playing in the centres, he still, um, I still felt like him playing in the centres. It felt like there was another half on the field, um, just the way he was playing and his ball movement and his control. Like he can even take control. He can kick. Um, I think you couldn't have, you couldn't have wanted a better, uh, you know, better aged signing. That's, that's someone you can build a club around for the next 10 years. Yeah, know? I agree. Um, I think, I think he'll be a good player. I, 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 there's a lot of discussion out there where there is a better, a better half or a better center. I mean, he was a brilliant center. So we'll wait and see how he is. As, well, he got, um, he got David center of the year. So yeah, that's exactly um, right. Yeah, I mean, They'd, they'd be silly not to play him in the halves to start with because, you know, oh, they brought him, yeah. put him there for the halves. And they got him on a bargain. I think it was only 500K or something. Uh, I mean, they don't, need, they don't need another centre. They need, they need no. a half that's going to steer yeah. shit. Um, and, and that's, and that's what they'll get. I, I, if they play Kyle Flanagan, I think that's probably their best decision. Oh, that'd be good if they, yeah. they play, yeah, Flanagan and Burton, six or seven, vice versa. I mean, um, both of them can ball control and both of them can run the ball. So, yeah. Um, couldn't agree. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Look, and look, there are other, and Paul Vaughan is another interesting topic to bring up uh, just quietly as well. I think they got him at Barkham Base for price because of what happened there at the, at the Dragons. Definitely. Um, and I think um, you might see the best out of Paul Vaughan again, um, whether he gets back so. to origin level. I mean, look, again, uh, Bulldogs for next year is not a bad bad side. No, and you got Pangai Jr. in there as well. A bit of. Uh... I'd say he's a bit he of experience right the in the Panthers, front. Didn't he? So, I mean, he yeah. played pretty good for the Panthers. So, I mean, if you've got the right team around him, it's a fresh start. I mean, he he should hopefully come good. Um, yeah. what, what where would you rate? Where would you where are you going to rate um, the the Bulldogs next year out of ten? And, and where can you see them um, sort of landing themselves on the ladder? What do you what do you think? That's a really tough one. I mean, I think we get to the ladder in the last week, but I, I see them. Um, if not in the eight, I think they're, they're pushing. Uh, I think they're they're definitely pushing for the eight. Um, I, I just don't know whether a year under their belt might make them yeah. that top eight. So I'm probably going to rate them about a six or seven. I might be a bit harsh, 
But um, with all those new players coming together, they haven't played together. I mean, they have a preseason, but um, there's, there's going to be a lot of jobs for, for Trent Barrett to work out who, who the halves are, considering we had no consistency but um, Jake Averillo. So, yeah. um, I mean, it could be him and Burton the halves, but then I find them both similar. Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, yeah, like I agree with you there. I think six or seven is very fair. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose that's that's the Bulldogs. Let's move on to the Cowboys, eh? Yeah, see, Cowboys to me, that's a hard one. Um, I think they had a horrible season. I think they played with oh, no. I think, yeah, oh, you know, I totally some... agree. What they come fifth, they come second last. So I mean, they what they win seven wins from and seventeen losses. I mean, they're in that group towards the end of the season where mm. um, it was a fight for. Um, you know, the eight, but they weren't really in that. Um, oh, I just think they had a new coach and um, not, not a lot happened. I, 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 they were the no. same tired old Cowboys. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, things like uh, switching in and out players, you know, from different positions, not having any sort of consistency week to week. I found, um, well, they were playing Tam Lalo at lock and then they played him in the row and then they cut back his minutes. And I was just like, he's, he's, he's their best player. He's got to be out there 80 minutes at least, 60 to 80 minutes. I, I, I couldn't see him playing anything else. Uh, um, if, the, if the Cowboys are going to play well, Tamalolo has to play well. And I just don't don't think they really made that happen this year. I, I thought they were just tired. I think they just didn't really do what they should have done. And they just weren't a good he, side. He was also in and out of injury. He broke his hand twice, didn't he? Yeah, or three times the same not much, hand. Not much you can do there, but I mean, the team around him should have should have picked up the slack, and they should have been. Well, they've got, like you said, they've got some good players there. I don't know how they haven't played well. Um, I mean, yeah, what, I, brought, I feel like for the last probably four or five years, the Cowboys have been tired. They haven't really done anything. Yeah, um, extraordinary, and and that's as simple as as that. So, um, I mean, I, I thought they'd be yeah, it was lacking spark. I would say is probably the best word for it. Yeah. Um, no, change no. coach didn't help that, did it? Um, Paul Brown no, no. kicked out last year, and then this this year, I, I don't don't see anything changing. Uh, and when it comes to um, you know, I found when they won that uh, what was it 2012 premiership against Broncos, oh, 2016 or something. Yeah, yeah. They they signed a lot of players on big money uh, for big years, and I think that sort of ruins obviously their squad as well. Um, yeah, you know, I just on. think yeah. Uh, look, and uh, to be honest. The, in their recruitment for next year, it's just been absolutely diabolical. It's dead. It's dead. I don't well, understand what, what their thoughts there were. I, I, they they have obviously have no money, which is surprises me when they get Morgan retired on, um, you know, with with um, all these injuries, he's decided to hang up the boots and they would get free up some of the salary cap there and they've decided to go and buy Chad Townsend, which I don't I don't mind as a signing, um, but he doesn't have the team around him in order to, to win Not- the games. Not just that though, they brought uh, Tommy Dearden from the Broncos mid-season, and I think why would why why sign Chad Townsend if you if you've got Tommy Dearden to build your team around if that's what their aim is? Yeah, uh, I just don't I just don't get it because it's a very interesting I, decision. They've got other halves there. I just I don't know what their what their thought there was. I mean, Tommy Dearden for for uh, Michael Morgan who's retiring is just not the same thing. Um, no, he hasn't added any spark. He, he's good. And, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a really good young half i just don't think that he's what they need and i don't i don't know what what is what they need but they need something and they need to they, find in the, in the yeah. next, next how many weeks till, till the start of the season they definitely need to um to find their spark if, if that's what we're going to use again because they had some pretty horrible games for the season put it that way oh they were diabolical for a lot of the year and I, it's a bit i mean they've, i mean they've got origin wingers you know but i mean you've also you've got to have the 
the halves to, to sort of tie it together and steer the ship. And I think that's where, where they lacked most of the season, I'm, I'm probably going to say. Yeah, um, and look, and they've, they've, you know, they brought in, you know, they've extended the contact, uh, contract of, of the Hammer. Um, that's that's probably their, their only shining light. Uh, I mean, they've they've got two signings, you know, you've got uh, Chad Townsend and uh, Peter Hicku, and then that's it. They've, they, I mean, they've it. extended yeah. the, the, the Hammer. Uh, well, I don't think he's a, a one-man team. I, I think they need no. the players. Uh, I mean, Townsend is a, a solid signing. I wouldn't say he's the best. He's a premiership winning half, but yeah, he's not um, a spark player by any means. I mean, you're going to hope on Tamalolo. I just don't know if that's what they need. I also, also think they could get a bit more out of um, Valentine Holmes as well, playing that fullback role. I felt like he was a bit flat at fullback. I don't know. I feel like his yeah. his position's more naturally on the wing. I'm I'm not, I'm I'm not sure what what they're going to do there, but um, I I really yeah I really don't know what what the Cowboys can do at this point. They just need to get through their preseason and. I mean, pick a team and stick with it. Uh, don't keep chopping and changing like they did this year or they're going to probably end up down the bottom of the ladder again. Uh, uh, they'll quite easily end up down the bottom and, of the ladder again. Uh, and that's no disrespect to the Cowboys fans out there, but I think um, they just haven't recruited well and everyone can see that. I mean, no, everyone will go no. half on about Chad Townsend, but unfortunately, he's not a spark player. He's not He's not the half he used to be. And I mean, he'll just steer the ship around. I mean, there's no one there. The hammer might light it up and might have a great season and turn the ship around, but... Um, uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Cowboys out of ten for next season, man. Ah, oh, I think I'm about to put them below the below the Bulldogs. Oh, for sure. uh, I think I, I, uh, I, I probably maybe a five, maybe low. Oh, maybe I, I think they're three at most. I, I three at most. Yeah, their, their recruitment's been absolutely dreadful. Um, I mean, yeah, this is this is funny. It's laughing. I just can't. Well, I don't know how they don't have any money. I mean, they spent money on Tamalolo. Yes, granted, but who else are they spending big money on? Valentine Holmes, another player that's not worth the value that they're paying. I just can't see them doing much better than they've done this year. Yeah, and I mean, I look at the uh, I look at the other signings other teams have made recently, and I just look at it and I go, what are, what are they doing? Where are they at? You know? Um, yeah, I think just 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 lacking that that spark and that talent, like we said. Yeah, look, I hope we're wrong there, Queensland side, but um, oh, we'll wait and see. Yeah. All right, well, should we go to the Broncos then? Um, I think, yeah, is, I think so. This is my uh, my team, so um, <laughs> any Broncos fans out there, um, I think we've got a, we had a horrible season, I'll put it that way. Um, you know, we did have, we got seven, seven wins, 17 losses. I mean, that's probably not probably not the best Broncos caliber um, in regards to a season, but what can what can we do? It's the first year of Kevin Walters. Um I think, yeah, I think that makes a difference. I mean, look, they did better than the year before. Wooden Spooners yeah, exactly came into right. the season. They did get seven wins. I mean, it's not um, not dreadful. They did finish, you know, 14th. I think Kevy's definitely changed something there. Whether it's going to continue, I mean, that, that's that's a big question. I mean, it also comes down to, you know, they, they did move on a lot of players. Um, so, I mean, it freed up some of their salary count, which was – which is what the Broncos needed. They needed to, uh, they really needed to get rid of those, some of those players. They're on 750, 800K a year. And it just, they just weren't playing to their to their potential. So, I mean, um, well, they moved the likes yeah. of what? Yeah, moving Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge. Yeah, I think that. That, that, that freed up a lot of money, a lot of money. Um, and I mean, that's why I think where the Broncos struggled um, in regards to their recruitment and retention was was given those those key players. I mean, um, I mean, they, they, they had a, a, a whole whack of their salary cap in the front row. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's where 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 I think 
uh, bringing in you know new players and Adam Reynolds for next season is going to make the difference. So I just, I mean, that's yeah. Once I heard Adam Reynolds was coming, I mean, that's probably going to set up you know um, Broncos the next three years in regards to you know yeah. having that out and out seven. We we never had a an out and out seven on the field for for the entire year. Yeah. Um, we had no consistency. We had no one. I think there's, there was eight or nine. I think there was seven or eight, maybe even different uh, halves combinations. I mean, what, yeah. how can well, you get consistency with that in, in 24 exactly. games? Like, it's just not and possible. I mean, you know, they, they moved on Anthony Milford, which was, I think, is a good idea. Um, he, yeah. he played well, um, you know, for the first, you know, couple of years of his, his big contract. And then coming to the back end, he, he hasn't performed. And I mean, being that million dollar man, um, there's a lot of pressure. And I guess, um, once he once he signed South, I, I felt like his form sort of came came good towards the end of the season. Um, uh, I mean, maybe maybe the weight's off his shoulders and he knows he's moving on. And... Oh, I think that oh, I think that definitely has something to do with it. I I think um, the Broncos as a whole this year um, did improve. I think the start of the year they started off okay, and look, there were some close games in there. You have to you have to remember they were within I think a try of Penrith. They were within, you know, a, a try of of the Roosters. That that's that's a big achievement for a young side. So as much as they've been an average team, you know, wooden spoonless last year, you know, fourteenth this year, there is some signs of improvement. I mean Alex Glenn leaving's a big loss, I think. A, a big, yeah. big amount of experience there. And but even even then even then Alex Glenn um had amped amount of injuries this year as well and he was hardly on the field. So I mean that I mean Given given he was fit, um, I'd say we may have played potentially a little bit better just with his experience on the field and you know him as a captain. I, I mean, when they announced him as captain, I couldn't have been any any happier. There was no other player really that deserved that captaincy. Um, yeah, look, I agree with that. I mean, what what um, we have to really take out of the Broncos' year this year is you know Payne House. I think he oh, by far and wide the best player, one of the best for front rows in the comp i mean you can't really take anything away from me he had a brilliant year regardless of what team he was playing on um he still had one of the best seasons and he was up there and um you, you've got to I talk feel, about that highly i feel like um we need they they need to lock him down they haven't got him signed i think not i think they do i think they did i think they do they have, did. yeah they updated his contract and offered him a bit more money um because he wasn't on even as much as tommy flegler apparently I mean, um, I so they updated his contract with a bit more money on top of it, and a bit more creamer. So I think that was the right decision. And you know what? Um, he deserves the most money of the Broncos at the moment. He's the best player by an absolute mile. So yeah. that's. I just want to. I just want to want your opinion uh, when it comes to the halves for next year for the Broncos. What do you see? Oh, I, I see. Um, definitely, well, obviously, Adam Reynolds at seven, and then um, you've obviously got you know Gamble and um, the other. What's the other guy's name again? Sorry. Um, gosh. Kelly, Albert Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Um, I, I, in my opinion, I think Kelly and Reynolds are probably the best two options. I think Gamble's still a bit of a loose cannon and can explode at times. And I don't know if that really suits the way that the Broncos are going to be moving with Adam Reynolds. He's the total opposite of that. I just don't think they'll gel well together in that aspect. But I yeah. think Kelly is probably uh, Kelly and um, Reynolds are probably the way to go. Um, but you know, that's my opinion from from an outsized point of view. I don't know what, what do you think? Um, definitely Adam Reynolds, you can't go past him oh, as, well, uh, yeah. at the seven. Well, hopefully, he's fit. Apparently, he's had um, yeah, it did seem uh, that a little bit of a shoulder scare or something along those lines. So, yeah, yeah, so um, I mean, hopefully, he's good for next season and um, we should get him back. Hopefully, you know, first week back would be good. So, uh, I think next year, I don't know, I'm sort of tossing up maybe between um, I can see probably Tyson Gamble. Getting it over Albert Kelly, 
Um, yep. Just in my opinion, I I think um, having Kelly maybe as as that utility. Um, yep. he, he he played hooker, um, you know, a couple of different times there through the season also, and I found that he was quite um, he's quite versatile. Whereas Gamble, I think, is more an out and out, and out um, like he's more of a, a ball runner. Um, yep. I mean, his kicking game's not bad, but um, when you're comparing yourself to Adam Reynolds, I. Uh, no one has yeah, a it's a bit hard. It's a bit of a hard one there, isn't it? I mean, you can't you can't really compare many people to Adam Reynolds. So no, but um, you know, we got they've got the likes of um, you know, Kurt Capewell going there next year, um, Corey Jensen, Jordan Pereira. I mean, you can't. Um, I mean, I mean, you don't miss out Ryan James. I think Ryan James Ryan is going to absolutely add some experience to that roster. That's what they need. That's what and they need. I think losing Glenn, gaining Ryan James, you're pretty much getting him. Not not obviously the same. Uh, player, but the same level of commitment to a club, the same level of you know um, training ethic and bringing the boys together. I think Ryan James is actually a really, really good signing. Yes, aging of course, and has had his injury problems, but I think Ryan James is a little bit of a little bit of a unders card. I suppose I think that they people are kind of underestimating him a little bit. I think he'll be a really big asset to the Broncos side. I think they got him on um, I got him on some low money as well, which I think would help. Um helps their salary cap to, to maintain these yeah. this caliber of players. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got the likes of, you know, the young guys like Jordan Ricky coming through. Um, what well, we blooded, what, Hetherington this year. Um, yeah. we also, I mean, oh, you can't really forget about that Cobbo. I think he's going to be a great star, star of the future. And I think um, he really should get the nod at um, fullback. I think Tessie New is a good player. And I think Jermaine Sarko is a really good player as well. But I think this Cobbo has got a little bit of something special. And I think he, he deserves a nod. That's definitely um, what I was going to just touch on. Then definitely, um, I can see Selwyn Cobo. I think there was a. I read something the other day. It was between Cobo, Farnworth, and um, New. So okay, They may they may give the nod to New for a few games. Obviously, playing this season, he, he, he was it was exciting. It wasn't not a bad. Didn't didn't do a bad job at times. Uh, I just think, um, you know. Farm worse a bit of an interesting one. I think he's. I think he's better off in the uh, in the centres. Uh, as well, I mean, I wouldn't have even expected him to put his hand up for that. That's interesting. No. But, um. Oh, I mean, all the luck to him. I, I do think there's other. There's probably better players at fullback. Don't get me wrong. Herbie's a good player. Um. I think. I think he's probably best suited to centre though. Yeah, definitely. Um. Well, we should just give the uh, what do you what do you want to see the Broncos? Where do you give them a rating? Uh, for well, actually, I think they've recruited very well. I mean, the Brisbane Broncos got a lot of money. Um, they're a big team, so they do have some draw cards to get some players in, and I think they're in on the improve. You mean you've got Stags if he plays a full season next year, and you've got Reynolds there as well. I think I'm going to give them about a seven. I think they will yeah, be in the top eight and um, give the the top teams a bit of a run. I I definitely could couldn't agree. Um, with you more on that that high rating, I think um, we can definitely see maybe the best of the Broncos in the last three years next season, um, given those key signings and positional changes. And um, I mean, Kevy's got another year under coach. Um, you know, I think coaching club and coaching origins two different things. So um, I think he's definitely worked his way out this season, and um, hopefully we can see some improvements from the Broncos next season. Oh yeah, look, I, I think that's definite. I mean, Adam Reynolds already brings that to them, so. I think I think Broncos fans have got some really good times ahead. I uh, definitely couldn't say more. Uh, well, I think that brings us to the end of our, our week one podcast. We covered what the bottom three teams there. Um, yeah, I think I think I think um, we've done a you know good job and um, see see. I mean, we have got next week. We have got some good teams coming up. So oh, we definitely do. So um, what do we got next week? We're covering what Tigers, Warriors, and if we get some time, we'll cover the Dragons in there also. Um, I think. I think 
I think we've got some definite talking points next week. Um, I mean, no, yeah, Tigers, <laughs> Tigers are probably going to take us up half the podcast. I but, think um, so. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get around to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure, Mitch. Thanks for that. That's all right. If you guys want to give us a, um, a follow on Instagram, uh, we go under the 4020 podcast AU. Um, we're posting um, all of the NRL updates and things like that on there also. So if you guys go follow that, um, flick us a message, let us know what we can improve on and we're sure to, um, you know, uh, message you guys back and we're happy to talk anything in our else. So um, awesome. I think we'll sign off for this week, bro. And um, I'll, I'll catch you next week, mate. How about that? Yeah, thanks, mate. Have a good one. You too. Enjoy your day, mate. Catch you later. Bye.